0: let me go ahead and get this turned down what is going on everybody it is your boy a double and you're now tuned into another episode of do rags and boat shoes hopefully everybody is doing okay out there and surviving this uh this trump uh presidency uh you know i hope y'all keep listening just stay tuned in and uh keep fighting a good fight and uh keep stacking your paper and get your passports and um Look at everybody with a side eye. Do not trust anybody out here in these streets, because I feel like some of these folks are about to get desperate and do anything that they can to keep the lights on. So you watch folks around you, okay? Especially those ones that's kind of, kind of frail. You know, that ain't built too tough. You know, they ain't about that life. There's some folks that are, uh, you know, roll over and start pointing fingers and, you know, start uh trying to dip into your purse or dip into your wallet or in your safe at the crib so uh you know watch everybody around you could be family could be not you know uh could be a neighbor or whatever Uh, You know, desperate times call for desperate measures So what you need to do is, uh, like I said before, look at everybody with a side eye All jokes aside though, uh, much love and respect to everybody who listened to last week's episode Keep sharing that, keep liking it, um, keep listening on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes And uh, let's go ahead and get on to that good old Summer Jam screen I guess the first thing we will talk about is uh your man bill kentner's uh former state senator uh bill kentner he actually uh stepped down that was actually last tuesday or wednesday uh i think it was last tuesday when i was recording Uh, i think it was that night he actually stepped down with his crazy ass if you don't know who that is he's a nebraska senator um You know, put out an offensive tweet talking about uh, pretty much co-signing Larry King Coon Elder about uh, women being uh, too ugly to get sexually harassed or sexually assaulted or raped. And uh, he stepped his dumb ass down. And then uh, for those who didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to it. But uh, he was also caught some heat for... uh, using a government computer to uh, have uh, cyber sex with a woman over skype on a government computer and then she tried to blackmail him for uh, four racks so he would, like i said before was dealing with a low level hoe and uh you know he got spooked and he went to officials and uh you know he had to pay a fine and uh fellow lawmakers were trying to put pressure on him to quit and publicly shame him but he didn't he kept on going and uh this was the straw that broke the camel's back with him uh, sending out that offensive tweet and then this man had the nerve to get on national tv well not national tv but uh local news and you know talking about start quoting bible scriptures and things of that sort and felt like he was a child of god uh, and that people were out to attack him. But what he does not understand is that his actions are the ones that got him fired or may have forced him to resign. Uh, he resigned before he got fired. And uh, he said that it was a trick by the, uh, the liberal left uh, to get him up out the paint. And it's not true. Like if you did not retweet that, and then prior, if you didn't have Skype sex with someone other than your wife on a government computer, you wouldn't have these issues, Playboy. Uh, so what are, why are you looking elsewhere to blame somebody? It's your actions that got you fired. Just it's fucking stupid. Your actions got you in hot water, and it forced you to resign. So what agenda is out there? Did they force you to whip your dick out on Skype and uh, to with this lady? and start jerking off and shit like that somebody put a gun to your head and make you do it Did the liberal left hire her to do that this shit is so fucking stupid there there's always there's always two sides of the coin but you can never like look at the middle if that makes sense you know what i'm saying like every single time you always have to pick a side it's either you know republican or democrat There's only two major parties here and uh, it's fucking dumb You know, you're either this side or that side. And if you disagree with one side, you're automatically uh, grouped in with the other side. You know, like with me, I'm independent. You know, I look at shit very constructively, very critically. And uh, I wish other people would do that, too, would be critical thinkers. Uh, That's just how I was raised. And, uh, you know, I was always just, you know, I had some great teachers growing up who just taught me to, you know, kind of think outside of the box, you know, to get things done. And, uh, you know, facing some hardships really just kind of put you on that edge of not being in that herd with the sheep, if that makes sense. You know, if you if you're, you know, you know, just being homeless you know and just looking at what really actually matters like none of this silly ass the donkey doesn't matter the elephant doesn't matter you know it it, these groups it, it really doesn't fucking matter like we're all human beings and things of that sorts but you really you know but you can't just go out there preaching that because you'll be ostracized and then you'll be um you know publicly shamed you're a conspiracy theorist you know you're not uh you're too different and all this other shit but i just wish more people were critical thinkers and thought outside the box and you know the solutions are there they are there just nobody wants everybody so fucking hard-headed and want their group to win that they don't know that this world could be a very harmonious place you know you just look at that situation with bill kittner he's up here he won't face the blame like a man should you know he won't take charge of his his mistakes he wants to blame somebody else like there's some sort of fucking agenda and then you look at these comments online there's people up there who like yeah this 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 is the fucking democrats and blah 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 you like dude what the fuck did somebody like like i said before they hold a gun to your head and make you retweet that like you retweeted another conservative a so-called conservative you know so that's that's where it gets kind of iffy, cause it's just you know it's just playing this blame game, and then you like looking at a tennis ball getting hit back and forth, and before you know it, somebody got their hand in your wallet or your purse, taking more money from you, while you up here distracted with this kind of bullshit, you know, looking left and right, and you know, trying to see who's gonna win this argument, and or you too busy fighting on one side, and you know, somebody, a third party figure who's thinking independently and looking at a big ass fucking picture is going right into your pocket taking fucking money out and you look up and you're like, "Oh, what happened?" And it's like, "Well, okay. Yeah. But um anyways, uh Bill Kittner you know, he can eat a dick and uh you know, no I'm not a well, I'm not a liberal or a democrat or no shit like that. You guys know how I feel about, you know, fake white liberalism and we'll talk about, you know, uh white fake liberalism and uh hope like dope cuz we got a lot to talk about in hope like dope. But um so we talked about Kentner. Um, let's see what else we going to talk about. Oh, my God. Did you guys? I shared an article on uh, Facebook of uh, from USA Today. And this is real. And I shit you not. Uh, in Russia, the Russian parliament. Give me just a second. Here, let me just pull this up. I hate technology. Give me just a second. God, it's not damn it. All right. Uh, so Russian parliament, they voted. 380 to 3 to decriminalize domestic violence. You heard me decriminalize domestic violence. Okay, so Russia's parliament had that obscene vote just this past weekend, and the details of it is uh they're decriminalizing domestic violence. Uh, where cases It doesn't cause And I quote Substantial bodily harm and does not occur more than once a year So you can beat your spouse Beat the shit out of him Not, not all the way But you know Maybe punch him in the gut a few times Cause some you know Some internal bleeding You know maybe a couple bruises You do that once a year Now in Russia They're gonna go ahead and make that happen and uh and this is who our president donald trump is in bed with uh, with a, a man who supports this also vladimir putin uh so it's gonna be you know a lot of men out in the streets of russia drinking vodka drinking some very cheap distilled vodka going home and you know slapping the shit out of their woman you know, long as it doesn't cause substantial bodily harm, it doesn't occur more than once a year. Because beforehand, it was like a $500 fine and maybe 15 days in jail or something like that. And uh, we will see if America follows suit. Because you know how Putin and Trump are both jerk-off buddies. And we will see what happens if they if he signs an executive order here in the U.S. And I know if he signs an executive order that decriminalizes domestic violence, I know we will have less cops killing black folks and beating the shit out of black folks in these streets. And the city of Council Bluffs, Iowa, will have a parade for it. And so will the small town of Carter Lake, Iowa. Uh, near Omaha will have a great you know float in that parade also and then some of these uh, trailer park cats uh, living in East Omaha will rejoice also and say that President Trump works for them and their vote has been leveraged okay so uh, fuck out of here Russia alright let's see what else is going on on this good old summer jam screen uh, let's see here um, the Boy Scouts uh, they, they're taking another step forward And uh, being inclusive They're going to allow transgender boys in So little girls growing up thinking that they're a boy And feel that they're a boy They were allowed to be in the uh, Boy Scouts um, I mean, just what back in 2013 They just started allowing uh, gay adult males to be scout leaders um, Yeah, we'll see what happens with this um, hopefully nothing weird happens because little boys are nasty you know little boys are fucking gross and so i'm on the fence about this because you got a little girl here you know who's going to be out in the wilderness with all these mannish ass little ass boys you know and it might be turn into something where there's you know something like you know a pissing contest seeing how far you can pee and then she's gonna feel uncomfortable or he's gonna feel uncomfortable and then it's gonna be some huge fucked up thing going on so you know I pray for the transgender boys who's gonna uh join the scouts because little boys are ruthless I was one and uh we are dirty we're nasty we like to fight and um, we are some ruthless little beings. We are. And that's why you need discipline and direction for little boys. That's what you really need. Um, so hopefully, you know, there. I pray that there's not an instance where, you know, uh, a little girl, I mean, a transgender boy is not, you know, subjected to any kind of harassment or anything like that. Because that's, that's a tough pill to swallow. That's something tough to deal with. Uh, but we will see what happens moving forward. Uh, what else is going on on this uh, good old Summer Jam screen? Let's um, see here. There ain't really nothing else going on on this good old Summer Jam screen. I know everybody's like, oh, what about the Muslim band? Da, 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 da. Like, we'll talk about that in a future segment of, uh, you know, um, selling hope like dope. Only other thing I really wanted to touch on is... Uh, you know kim kardashian made her appearance back on uh you know social media and uh, she responded to the muslim ban by uh, just stating statistics of you know uh you know crimes committed by uh muslims from you know uh, immigrant muslims or refugees and uh comparing that to you know uh, uh I wouldn't say I'm about to say intra-racial, but you know crimes of Americans what they commit. Like, what about America on America crime? You know, that's pretty much what she uh, tweeted out. And I, I want to know what the fuck we gonna hear from uh, Mr. West because he wasn't invited to the inauguration. And uh, you know, I believe there was a statement released um, saying that something along the lines that uh, Kanye's. Uh, you know music didn't line up with trumps or something like that what do you want to usher in which is a new white supremacist regime we know that that's what i think the wall is and this ban is it's basically to protect whiteness in the united states that's what i look at it as and i feel that this there if we don't do anything about it there they'll have some kind of war you know in the name of christianity versus muslims or muslims and uh Versus Islam, I should say The the, the, the religion of Islam And uh, I think that's how they're going to paint it But in the end, it just boils down to uh, and it really boils down to protecting whiteness in the United States. That's what it boils down to. That's why you have this ban on certain countries. Um, even though, you know, the terrorist attack 9 11 came from a different country. I believe it was Saudi Arabia. And, uh, you know, Trump has some businesses over there. So he didn't want to ban anything over there. So nobody knows for sure why he picked those seven countries. But three of them countries were in Africa. So uh, this is looking real funny in the light. Um, But yeah, going back to Kanye West and Kim, I wonder how what's going on in that household because Kanye is, uh, you know, up there doing 808s and heartbreaks in the back of the uh, goddamn uh, caboose of the Coon Train. So we are going to see what the hell is going on. But, you know, we're going to holler at Kanye West, uh, former best friend. Hov, what you got to say?
1: Don't be the next tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke
0: rocks. Alright, so moving on to selling hope like dope. Um, you know what, we gonna have to put America out there for selling hope like dope to black folks. Uh, we really do have to put that out there. And the reason that I say that is, look at the events that just happened with uh, President Trump. It sounds weird saying President Trump uh signing the executive order uh to uh vet what it seems like ban uh muslims from certain countries um he signed that executive order he said fuck the department of homeland security fuck congress i'm gonna just sign this right into effect asap and a few few hundreds of people were uh Traveling, and they pretty much got stuck at the airport. And were getting ready to get shipped right back uh, to their homeland. And the response from the ACLU, um, different companies—it just has been amazing for these immigrants/slash refugees of Muslim uh, religion uh, who practice, you know, the religion of Islam. And um, it's it's fucking amazing, isn't it? When the president just signs an executive order and it's just like the ACLU just snapped into action that quick and got a federal judge within a few hours to basically deem it unconstitutional and let these Muslims back into the into their home the new homeland America just right off rip, just boom, okay, you're back in here that fucking quickly. It's 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 amazing and it's interesting to me because for how many years have black folks been getting slaughtered in these streets by police officers by white supremacists? Uh, We've been denied resources legally and illegally, and everybody has to twiddle their fucking thumbs. Remember when I uh, did the show? Case in point, when I did the show about the um, the, uh, the African American History Museum that just opened up in D.C., I uh, did that uh, maybe about eleven, twelve shows ago. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember that. But remember, I told you how this has been in effect since the fucking Civil War was over, or I think World War One, maybe, maybe even the fucking Civil War, maybe one i can't i, I can't remember but it, it it has been drawn up since then and the government for decades centuries not centuries but a century over a century maybe centuries if it's the civil war but they were the government it was twiddling their thumbs didn't know how to uh come up with the funds or oh, we didn't have the money at this time during numerous presidential um uh administrations uh multiple presidents they 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 kept twiddling their thumbs didn't know where the money was gonna come from We get the first black president and uh in his uh second term uh it decides to open but how many black athletes and actors and actresses had to donate millions upon millions of dollars to help get this damn thing open but you look at the situation with these Muslims And from this country And the ACLU acted right away Boom, got right into court This is unconstitutional Black folks been hooting and hollering About their constitutional rights Since even before the Voting, the voting Rights Act The Voter Act Even before then You know, hey, we're no longer cattle We're not in shadow slavery We're, we're people now Always have been, but now legally we're people. And we're talking about our constitutional rights, but then you had uh, uh, legal deprivation of uh, resources, depriving us of resources with Jim Crow. And then you had the housing discrimination. And we know in a capitalistic society in America, buying a house is your first step to wealth. Owning something, you know, you can always fix that house up. You can flip it sell it for uh, more than you bought it for you know putting a nice chunk of change in your pocket and setting your kids up for financial success by passing this house down or you know selling it putting a piece of that change in the bank letting it grow or uh investing in some bonds or something that's that 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 uh just something to that extent i should say so we know that and then the housing discrimination practices have been going on it's still to this day there's still situations of housing discriminatory practices you hear about couples you know they have like a white sounding name or something and it'll be a black couple go check out of house and they really like it got their pre-approved uh loan uh, papers saying that they are qualified to buy this, you know, $200,000 house, and they go show up for it, and the owners are just, you know, they'll show them through the house and shit like that, and a real estate agent, then the next thing you know, they just take it down off the market, because they don't want this, these colored folks living in that in their, in their former house, even though money talks, but it's still, you know, some people put their skin color over the, the color green, the green back dollars. so it's just amazing that you see an organization like the ACLU acts so fucking fast. And then, uh, you know, you had that Women's March go on that I participated in. Uh, just how many uh, white folks came out and, you know, uh, were marching, yelling, and hooting and hollering. And uh, you had those protests about the Muslim bans. But when white folks protest, they do it. They, they do it the way that we protest, same way. But they get past step one. Step two, they went, to the straight, they went straight to the ACLU. ACLU went to the courts. ACLU got about $24 million over the weekend from 300,000 some odd people and donations to help combat uh, what President Trump is doing with these executive orders. Now help me understand what's going on with all these allies that black folks supposedly have. What's going on with all these allies? Because it seems like our allies will march, pray, and dance in the streets with us. But when it's time to start putting the money up, to start fighting this thing in court, everybody starts, you know, oh, that's reverse racism. Oh, uh, we just don't have the money for it right now. Where you raise up, you put up a GoFundMe or something on Indiegogo to start a legal fund to start getting some of these people out and you know you you trying to raise twenty five thousand dollars and then uh four months you got twenty five dollars on the campaign so black folks tell me where are our allies at in america where the fuck are they at help me out and you look at the situation with uh starbucks starbucks is going to uh uh, basically, um, President Trump is going to have us pay for that wall if Mexico doesn't and Mexico ain't gonna pay for that fucking wall. There's already a fucking wall up. Which is ridiculous, ain't it? There's a fucking wall up. What's gonna stop these cartels from building fucking tunnels underneath with the help of the CIA? You know, to start to get this, this cocaina back up in here and this weed back up in here. Where the connects gonna get their, their weed plants from and all this other shit, okay? Because I doubt these weed farms in California, uh, Washington, and Denver are doing that damn well, okay? Somebody has a connect down south. I ain't saying shit, but somebody does, okay? you are going to put up this fucking wall. I guess it's supposed to replace the old wall that's already fucking up, and so... Nebraska farmers are bitching and complaining, even though this whole fucking state lit up red to vote for Trump. They bitching and complaining about uh, an imposed uh, 20% uh, charge or tax on uh, importing goods from Mexico, because uh, the farmers here use a lot of products and seeds from Mexico to, you know, plant their harvests and things of that sort. So they're up here bitching and complaining about that. Okay, And then you got, like, going back to Starbucks. uh, Starbucks uses a lot of coffee from uh, Mexican Mexican, uh, coffee farms, coffee bean farms, uh, along with Hawaii and other places and things like that. And um, I think I told y'all about Hawaii. I don't think I told y'all, but Hawaii is facing some kind of issue with the uh, coffee beans that they're growing because some kind of bug made it to the island. It probably was, you know, somebody... Sabotage it, but there's some kind of bug that infiltrated the island. is fucking with the coffee beans, so we might see a rising price in coffee, things like that for all my coffee drinkers. But uh, you know, Starbucks is going to stand with the Mexican uh, uh, coffee bean farmers. Uh, they're going to hire 10,000 refugees over the next five years, um, and that's supposed to go all go on in different countries. Because Starbucks is going to expand across the globe, and I believe there will be efforts here at home. Uh, To hire these folks Were these efforts to um, help out black folks Were these efforts to um, You know Stand with black folks and help them out With all this police brutality And these state sanctioned killings Where is that at Airbnb has uh, came out And spoke out talking about that they will offer uh, Free room and board Or free rooms Uh, To uh, refugees and those impacted by Trump's uh, executive order Now last summer Airbnb was catching all kind of hell from black folks on social media Speaking about how racist a lot of these uh, hosts were And uh, you know folks were being called straight out niggers on the app I don't rent out to niggers Um, You know saying that the room was uh, already rented out or some shit like that Once they seen the person's profile picture and Aaron B dragged their fucking feet to speak out about this. It took months, but it took a couple days to, for them to show support to immigrants and refugees. So what is going on? Where are our allies? I will ask you that again. Where are our allies, black folks? What allies do we have? We have to be honest about the situation. And I know everybody want to be kumbaya and oh they know what it's like and all this other shit. but i commend everybody who's posting that meme they're saying that the world is in trouble now that everybody else is being treated like black folks and it's the truth you see all these other groups being treated like black folks catching hell and now now the world is burning now the world about to end so to me what justice and freedom looks like for america it looks like just black suffering that's it long as black folks are on the bottom of the barrel you know scraping by with crumbs and suffering with dignity everything is fine everything is great everything is amazing everything is awesome word to the lego movie and then you look at uh jeff sessions so we got jeff sessions about to he's uh the nominee for attorney general so Let's start looking at this black leadership, okay? President Trump came in and said, I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to vet Muslims. We're going to have a vet Muslim ban or whatever you want to call it. And he did that. This it's not even been a month into his presidency. It ain't even been two weeks. And this man went and said, fuck Congress, fuck whoever. I'm not going to sit down and go over specifics with folks. Drop an executive order, I'll sign it. And President, former President Barack Obama looked black folks dead in the face and told us that he couldn't do shit for us. That he that he told Black Enterprise Magazine, I'll say it once and I'll say it a million times. I'm not the president of blacks, black America. I'm the president of all America. He told he said that back in 2012, once he won the re-election, and we was looking at um Dr. Cornell West. And uh, Brother Tavis Smiley funny We was looking at them funny in the light When they were being very critical of President Obama Saying that he's not going to do shit for black folks And we need to hold his ass to the fire And we kept on, you know, hold on, hold on don't, Don't judge him yet Let this brother do his job And you look at President Trump Trump came in with his white supremacist agenda Stroke of the pen, he's getting shit done Stroke of the fucking pen And just like that, getting shit done. Ain't that amazing? So the fucking jig is up, President Trump. If if he is impeached, he might be impeached. Who knows? This man has shown us, has showed us, that the bullshit has to stop with these politicians and black folks, we gonna have to hold these politicians up. We gonna have to hold their ass to the flame, to the fire. Because it's so many times, the only times that you see these goddamn politicians is around election time. Uh, During this uh, mayoral candidacy that we have coming up, this uh, mayoral election, uh, the election for the mayor coming up. uh, We are going to see all these fucking uh, candidates and fucking Mean Gene, our current mayor, she's going to start pandering. She's going to start coming and doing photo ops with little black kids down north. Don't fucking fall for it. Where have you been? you know these past few years you know where the fuck have you been okay and that's the only time that you see these politicians is during election times when they need to come down here whip nay nay dab hit a milli rock the milli rock looking so shaky it's not sturdy at all you can't trust nobody with a shaky ass milli rock right so they gonna come down here dabbing Yo, 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 all this other shit Talking to you like it's a fucking 1980s After school special and shit Using old ass slang and shit like that What's up, home slice And shit, like, Get the fuck out my face You know, so this is where we have to come with these demands And these policies Of what we need to change And we need to hold these motherfuckers Right to the fucking flame And and Like I said, Barack Obama He told us Well, my hands are talking you know, I'm trying to get this done, but Congress won't let me. You know, and all this other shit. And uh, Brother Tariq Nasheed was talking about on The Breakfast Club uh, of his interview a few weeks back that, you know, President Obama could sign an executive order to get some shit done. And, you know, folks are coming at him. Well, he got to go through Congress. He got to do this, that, and the third. Uh, you see, your man's Trump. How many executive orders has this man signed? This man is just... Stroke of the pen, done. You see what I'm saying? Even though it is unconstitutional, it's just stroke of the pen, done. This man might fuck around if he does stay for four years. He might fuck around and get re-elected, okay, in 2020. So then let's look at this black leadership again so we're talking about jeff sessions i'm sorry i got off on a little bit of a tangent here so you look at jeff sessions well-known white supremacist well-known there's even uh video footage of uh robert kennedy back in 86 when i was three years old two going on three um talking about that this man was unfit because he's a white supremacist and then you had coretta scott king rest in peace She was talking about the same thing that he was he was going to erase Dr. King's legacy, her husband's legacy, and he doesn't need to be in the government at fucking all. This is a well-known white supremacist. So what does the NAACP do? What does our leadership do? What the fuck do they do about Jeff Sessions? So these motherfuckers a couple days ago. They're going to sit they black asses down with a couple of white folks. They have a sit-in at Senator Jeff Sessions' office down in Alabama. They have a sit-in. So the president of the NAACP didn't really have, you just like, hey, okay, what can we do? We're going to have a sit-in and hold some signs. we going to have a sit-in and hold some signs. You look at the response of how white folks responded to help these Muslims, And these immigrants, these folks who were affected by the executive order, boom, here's some money to the ACLU, ACLU lawyers went straight to a federal judge, alright, we gonna stop this shit right now, our leadership decides to have a sit-in, a fucking sit-in, and they got arrested. They sitting on the goddamn floor, Indian style, powwow style, holding some damn signs that say Stop Sessions at his office. This is what they want to do. Okay, so what the fuck is step two? I looked at the president of the NAACP's Twitter account. I'm trying to see what's the next step. Nope, just hashtagging Stop Sessions. What the fuck is a hashtag going to do? Not a goddamn thing. We're great at bringing awareness, but how the fuck do we get? Why don't we move to step two? What is step two? Why don't we have any think tanks helping out the NAACP? Where are the think tanks at? So this man posted up his mug shots and shit like that in a fucking sit-in. NAACP is still doing sit-ins in 2017. You see how swift they got repealed or... Uh, Reverse the executive order with President Trump. You see how quick these white folks acted? But President Obama to the lowliest of the human rights lawyer was working. You know, these lawyers were working to help these immigrants in the fucking airport. We're gonna get you home, yada yada yada. You know, but when black folks are getting killed live on Facebook. By suspected race soldiers or just flat out race soldiers, we everybody just like, well, yeah, we gotta let the courts handle it. And there's not a ju- judge or jury that's you know gonna work with us It's heartbreaking, right? So from President Obama to the lowliest of human civil rights lawyers, couldn't can't do shit for us. You know, a, a black person, you know, the, a widow or the widower, you know, might get a check, you know, and then told to shut the fuck up. But that comes from the taxpayers. So this is wild. So it's 2017 and the NAACP is still doing fucking sit-ins. And we and Brother Malcolm told us back in 63, 64, when he did the ballot or the bullet about a fucking sit-in. He told us about it. And so now, a fucking sit-in And uh, a sit-in, my guy 2017, all this technology All this money floating around And we doing fucking sit-ins And if you don't know what Malcolm said in the Battle of the Bullet Maybe you don't want to listen to it It's a great speech It's just under an hour And it flies by Just please listen to it But if you want the goddamn cliff notes I'll give them to you What Malcolm said is, once you change your philosophy, you change your thought pattern. Once you change your thought pattern, you change your attitude. Once you change your attitude, it changes your behavior pattern. And then you go into some action. As long as you got a sit-down philosophy, you'll have a sit-down thought pattern. And as long as you think that old sit-down thought, you'll be in some kind of sit-down action. They'll have you sitting in everywhere. It's not so good to refer to what you're going to do as a sit-in that right there castrates you right there it brings you down what what goes with it? what think of the image of someone sitting an old woman can sit an old man can sit a chump can sit a coward can sit anything can sit well you and i've been sitting long enough and it's time today for us to start doing some standing and some fighting back ain't that crazy crazy right brother was talking about this in 64 and we still out here having a goddamn sit-in america has sold us a dream black folks are some of the most patriotic people that i know they love this country look how we show out for the olympics um we believe in the system even though the system was built uh to benefit those that do not look like us We still believe in them We still persevere And I think that's why Folks refuse to actually do something Tangible for black folks Because no matter what you do to us We still rise up We still We're just like a fucking phoenix You know Burn down the ashes We rise up Like a burning bird, burn, You know like a flame Just Nope Oh, still here. You know, they don't know what the fuck to do with us. They really don't. They have no idea what to do with us. They did the slavery thing after that. There was the mass lynchings and Jim Crow. Still here. Fucked around and had the first black president During that. You had these white militia groups rise up and you had the... um, The fucking, uh, the FBI say this, there's an uh, article in The Intercept that talks about how the FBI has been secretly investigating uh, white supremacists infiltrating um, law enforcement. So, during the President Obama era, you had the first black president and you've seen recruitment go up into these right-wing extremist groups and these white supremacist groups. You had these cops getting bolder and bolder, just killing people live on camera, planting guns live on camera, because they knew that the president wasn't going to do shit about it. He wasn't going to go after these police unions. He wasn't going to go after, you know, or demand anything from the FBI on that on these reports of them investigating white supremacists invading, in infiltrating uh, law enforcement. Nothing. We still here. We still here. But we need to stop fighting everybody's fucking fight. That's what we need to do. Cause at the end of the day, I seen a bunch of black folks dancing outside of an Atlanta uh, airport. A bunch of black folks outside dancing, rapping, shucking and jiving. You know. But where were these people that you're fighting for? Where were they at? during this whole BLM movement started. Where were they at? And Don't talk to me about somebody just tweeting something. Was they out there in the streets getting harassed by cops like you? Did they offer any kind of support other than a tweet or a Facebook status? So I'm gonna ask this question one more time, black folks. Where are our allies? This portion of rags and Hope Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, hey yo my guy, my hands are full, give me a hand here, can you hold this L? Alright, so holding an L this week is going to be uh, Pastor Old Jermaine uh, Simmons, this is a Tallahassee, uh, Florida pastor and uh this brother has done some wonderful things for the downtrodden and the college kids down in that area and in the state of florida uh but this brother likes to get pussy on the side so this brother this pastor went and met up with a uh uh, a woman married woman and uh you know they were talking about starting a uh, business or some kind of organization or some kind of get together to uh donate clothes or have a clothing drive or something and all of a sudden both their clothes you know came off and they ended up in her daughter's room uh getting it in all right so uh, the uh the hussy's son uh got sick school tried to call her she didn't answer phone was on silent airplane mode or do not disturb so they called the husband so he had to leave work early you know he's pissed the fuck off you know gotta leave work early you know missing out on his check to go get his little man who's sick so he's like let me just go and drop him off at home see where the fuck your mama at boy and uh, get to the crib and uh you know there's the smell of a uh, grilled meat in the air so he's like yo who the fuck just ordered 10 dozen whopper juniors And he's like, oh, that smell was coming from my daughter's room. So he goes in there and sees his wife butt-ass naked, getting it in with a butt-ass naked pastor. So this man runs to the master bedroom, grabs his handgun, and the pastor can't grab his clothes in time. The pastor hops out the uh, the window, hides butt-ass naked behind a fence. And the man has his handgun. He got the pastor's wallet and his clothes. And he's like, motherfucker, I am about to expose you on Facebook. Okay, now my man was smart, he never did threaten his wife, and the only thing he threatened was to expose the pastor, okay, so the wife calls the cops, and she's like, oh my god, my husband got the gun, I was fucking the pastor, I was sucking his dick 10 ways from Sunday, and my husband caught me, and he got a gun, and da 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 cops show up, and you know, they negotiate between the, the, the husband and the pastor, and the husband, You know, gives the pastor his clothes and shit like that and no charges are filed. Okay? So, uh, this pastor he has to hold his L because they was just about to celebrate the eleventh anniversary of him leading this church and he just dropped the book too. He was about to do a little book tour and everything. So, uh, yeah, Pastor, you looking funny in the light. Down here dicking down married women in your congregation. You gotta stop that boy. You don't fuck around and you know, come up like Eddie Long, you know, fuck around and get something that you don't need to get, but you probably won't get age, you'll probably, you know, so being with a married woman, you ain't praying on little girls or little boys, so you probably fuck around get the herp or something like that, and get some kind of syphilis and have some, you know, green juice dripping from your dick or something, if you don't chill the fuck out, so practice what you preach, but in the meantime, hope is hell. You win. Perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes and it has to be uh former attorney general sally yates uh i appreciate her not being some rollover ass democrat or tuck tail liberal um she basically just said that she sent out a memo uh telling the justice department lawyers not to defend president trump's immigration order Uh, So shout out to her for sticking by her guns And President Trump fired her But still, this is one of those firings that you you feel good about You're just like, okay, eat a dick, my nigga You know, just I did what I felt was best And where I can sleep at fucking night You know, so shout out to her for sticking to her guns And uh, being true to her word Um, Wish she would have done more uh, as far as uh, these uh, Police sanctioned killings But like I said before Black folks Where, our, where are our allies Where the fuck are they at? But anyways uh, Just shout out to uh, Sally Yates For not being a uh, total uh, rollover or pushover uh, For sticking to her guns And her morals Which she believed was right And uh, you know We need more women like that In the world So shout out to her Not all heroes wear capes All right. So moving on to the last segment of the show, Uh, we're in health over wealth. You know what I say? Without your health, you can't enjoy your wealth. So we are going to talk a little bit about office politics and how to survive it in the Trump era. Okay? so office politics, you're like, what the fuck are office politics? If you've been living under a rock, you know office politics. Are strategies that people play to gain advantage personally or for a cause they support. So the term also uh, often has a negative connotation in that it refers to strategies people use to seek advantage at the expense of others or the greater good. And that's the definition off of a mindtools.com. Um, and I, I've said this a million times before uh, do not discuss politics at work, uh, don't get caught up into uh office uh office politics at all when you see uh you know people arguing about you know shit that didn't happen that they didn't seen on the clinton news network or the faux news network um just you know the only thing that you there to do is to do your job and take your black ass home that's all you are there to do okay And like I said a million times before, if uh, my employer finds out about my podcast, my black ass will be starting to go fund me to help pay my bills. (laughs) But on the real, uh, you know, always try to avoid uh, discussions about race, uh, sex, uh, politics, uh, right or wrong. uh, So moral discussions. And things of that sort. And uh, white folks will try to gauge you, uh, especially my uh, my sisters. They will always try to see if you uh, if you can be a minion for them. Um, they'll you know ask you about questions about how do you feel about the killings in Chicago? Um, how do you feel about Kanye West attacking Taylor Swift again? Just something like that. They just want to see where your head is at. So they can, you know, put you on the train Like good old coon train Boop, boop Or if they put you in the angry black woman category Okay And you just have to walk You don't have to walk that fine line You just have to let them know You know, this isn't work related Is there something that I can help you with Other than, you know, speaking about politics Or pop culture You know, you don't want to come off as an asshole But you do have to be firm You know And I see a lot of uh, companies do that with sisters, you know, they'll send some, they'll send Susan over from accounting to kind of gauge and see where you're at, and then next thing you know, Susan is reporting back to HR, and like, oh, she seems pretty cool, and she's a black conservative, uh, and yada, 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 and you got a promotion, but now you a fucking uh, hound dog. You know watching over uh tyrone and uh his associates in the mail and you wagging your finger at them you're like how the fuck did i get here and you're like the check is good but here i am being a goddamn overseer you know so you really don't want to you know fall into that trick bag you just want to just keep it pretty damn neutral you know stack your money until you do what you really want to do it's very tough um do not be uh critical of the president in these work settings because you never know who you're dealing with you know you say president trump is a fucking douchebag or you you were on a fucking uh black huff post voices uh writing a comment talking about not my president and fucking uh tammy from the marketing department sees you writing that man next thing you know your black ass is suspended for two weeks they done made they done trumped up some keyword trumped up some uh, bullshit ass thing on you to suspend your ass for a week or two without pay you know like oh uh, you didn't fill in this uh, excel spreadsheet correctly and this resulted in 1300 people not being uh correctly from this grant or something like that you know they'll make up some bullshit like that or have it go into your computer you know pull up your browsing history and they want to know if you're a black nationalist or a black supremacist or part of black lives matter aka the new kkk wink wink so that's just really what you don't want to do for my fellas out there you know don't go in there uh sounding like a uh you know a, a Dr. Umar Johnson uh, puppet you know like you you his uh, right hand man and you up here you in there teach these devils you know you you at work just sounding like Farrakhan on a soapbox you know on Red Bull hopped up on Red Bull and you trying to lead the revolution but you the only black worker at your job and you trying to educate these devils these devils know what system that we are in and how the system is not working for you brother they know how it is don't go in there preaching and all this other stuff don't go in there uh you know on your break you know playing uh dr umar lectures loud as fuck from youtube on your phone you know you got it popped up with the little you got a phone case kickstand propped up in the break room. you just got that shit blaring loud as hell or you listening to some Hebrew Israelites, you know, uh, teach these devils, you know, just kicking that shit off, you know, throw your headphones on and, you know, then don't wonder why you sitting at home, you know, trying to get unemployment, but they denied your unemployment claim because they said you were racist at work, so those are just some tips to connor survived this uh this trump administration these next four years and also save your money put some money get you a little cheap little 70 80 dollar fireproof waterproof safe hide that somewhere in the crib and uh start putting some cash in there you know i would say put some money in the bank but you never know what's the next executive order this man is going to sign. So you always going to need that money up under the mattress. But like I said, get your little $70, $80 safe. Uh, throw some stash some money away in there for a rainy day. Uh, make sure you get your passport. Um, you know, if you do need to get away from this bullshit and this nonsense that's going on in America. And the beauty of social media is the rest of the world knows that uh, the majority of Americans do not ride with Trump, they know that, you know, a lot of us didn't turn out to vote, uh, a lot of us didn't vote for either one of them devils, and uh, they know where we stand, so that's the beauty of social media, and uh, I know uh, President Trump is really just wiping his booger in the history books of America, and uh, he's doing it, he's doing it his way. Um, but I don't want black folks to get discouraged. I just want you to be ready for whatever comes our way. So make sure you get that passport. Make sure you got you a little stash of money in the safe in the crib just in case, quote unquote, you know, the internet goes down, debit card's not working, you can't access your savings account. So you got, you know, a few thousand dollars, you know, right by your side, maybe even, you know, eight thousand dollars, you know. To, just enough to get you to that new brand new spanking wall in uh mexico and then you can just travel down south and be with some black brazilians cut through mexico or some shit like that and hang out with some afro mexicans so i will see y'all next week and i made it under an hour this time so much love and respect to y'all and i will holler at y'all next week i love y'all one
1: Dice game behind the gate dub on a fade, 20 mo on a 6 or 8, hype in the reps game, chill bitch that shit could wait, I know you don't want credit, you want me from the other day, shorties run up in the stove, Arab on they every move, last year he shot a 10 year old, just for stealing juice, Gauge by the counter, 9 behind the register, hates George Bush guts, but he gotta love America, he's getting money here, ships his bread back home, they give him tax breaks, banks give him easy loans, Let's one nigga work, sitting on the crate, making sure his brothers don't take. Charlie, welcome to the liquor store. 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 Liquor 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 Charlie, welcome to the liquor store. Liquor
0: store.
1: Liquor store. Liquor store. Liquor store. Liquor store. Liquor store. It's the center of the slums. The only place to buy cigarettes in Henny Way before you 21 for breakfast They serve us flaming hot Cheetos and honey buns No wonder why we die so young Huh I heard the owner tell the cashier, "Assalam alaikum." If he follow the Quran, why the fuck he sell bacon? Why the milk five dollars? It's only three at the grocery store. Fuck it. Give me these black and mouth. Just in these okie dokes. Open my popcorn. Pass my change to a shorty. He grabbed the red juice right next to the forties. Picked up a loose Swisher. I smacked it out his hand. Little man, you don't understand. Get the fuck about the liquor store. Liquor store. Liquor store. Liquor store. Liquor- Charlie, welcome to the yeah. You just a blood I mean sucker, right. the poor. You don't love us. How you expect us to trust you? <laughs> you, you don't trust us. You a leech on a black neck. So next time, I might greet you with this black tech, check me out. You don't open up in Chinatown, you can't come now. In Greektown, they don't let your ass sell a crumb now. I ride through the white hood, I don't see you. Why, you ain't got no stores there, white people drink too. Where do you live, where your kids go to school, you open up there too. Or are we just the fools? I know you think that we stupid, and you feel like we clowns, but we reserve the right to shut your ass down. This what used to be the liquor store. 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 It's going down at the liquor store. 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 Charlie, welcome to the liquor store. Liquor store. Liquor store.